1: the Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Rolene really, Marks, a very good morning to you. How are you?
2: Good morning. I think we needed exactly that. Can ze bayit, can zelev. This is our home. This is our heart.
1: Absolutely right. So uh, it's been a week. It has been a week. It's hard to imagine. Really? <laughs> Haven't you? Going on. No, nothing. Nothing. It's like we live in Australia and New Zealand, where nothing happens. If only. Anyway, but uh, yeah, it's actually hard to believe that tomorrow is four weeks since this since this happened, since the world changed.
2: Since the world changed, and it has changed forever. I don't think we can say it as an understatement because it really, really has. Uh, you know, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't think we will ever be the same people that went to sleep on the 6th of October. Uh, be, be, because it's, it has changed for us. It has, yes. Exposed us to the most depraved atrocities the mind can comprehend. And, and as we are learning on a daily basis more and more of what happened at, Kibbutz uh, Be'eri and Sufa and, uh, Oz and Kisufim and Kwa'aza and on army bases and, and Sterot and all across the south, uh, it, it is, it, it, it's more than the human mind can comprehend. I think a lot of our first responders that were there uh, have had to process what they've seen uh, and and start to talk. We're also hearing the incredible stories of heroism from our soldiers and our police who who grabbed whatever they could and and were completely overwhelmed by uh, an army of terrorists who, who came to kill. And of course we are now at war and you know, we, we see the images coming in from Gaza and, and we do feel for civilians. You know, to say that we don't care is, is just, is horrific. We, we do care. I think this is the anger and the frustration that this is also unnecessary Uh, and then we look at the streets of cities around the world uh, and it's just overwhelming although I do have to say I I make a habit of reading people's comments on articles Mm. and Mm. video clips and I think we have a lot more solidarity than we realize I think people are just overwhelmed by the uh, ferociousness and the tone of many of these protests, and actually just fear for their safety.
1: Yeah. There's, 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 uh, it is it's interesting to note. I, my view is also a lot of people are very confused, and we, we need to be careful not to make enemies of people who are taken in, by the misrepresentation, by the lies. You know, if, if, if people are good people and they hear the Gaza Health Ministry has released a, a, you know, that a thousand people have been killed, it's very, very difficult because of how we coded to say, no, I'm not going to believe a ministry, a health ministry. You're lying. It's very, very hard. We've had years and years of, of understanding that and, and if, even we find it difficult. So I do think that there needs to be a little bit of understanding, maybe on our side, those of us who are involved in it on a daily basis to, to say, yeah, you know what, the images you're seeing are very moving, but they're not all accurate. And, but, and, but therefore I do understand your emotive response.
2: Well, that's exactly it. I mean, we know. From years of dealing with Hamas That the health ministry All the information that leaves NGOs Health ministries uh, Journalists that are based in Gaza Are controlled by Hamas We know that we've known it for years I mean, uh, what I have noticed And, and, and we, we, we need to stop this reflexive uh, uh, Blaming all the time What I have noticed is media Not all of them, certainly But uh, many of them are starting to, to say The Hamas-controlled health ministry Say, and, and there are those... Out there who say, well, if it's controlled by Hamas, then you know it can't be true. Uh, But the reality is, uh, and and this is why it's important we all know the facts so that we don't open an argument with an attack and say, you know, I understand how you feel. It's but uh, it's hurtful to to us as well. But did you know uh, that the um, health ministry? In Gaza is controlled by Hamas. They make no distinction between civilians or combatants. We don't have exact statistics who is combatant, who is a uh, civilian. And also, uh, do you realize that um, people are terrified to give you the truth coming out of Gaza if they station there? Because they could pay with their lives. You know, talk to people. I was very, very angry. Uh, and I'm going to name and shape uh, Rabbi Shmuli Boteach this week There are a lot of celebrities Signing this demand for ceasefires Now celebrities bless their hearts With the exception uh. of you Angelina Jolie <laughs> um, Celebrities don't know any better. They, you know, they just think I need to to shore up my uh, social justice credentials. It looks good on my Instagram, and and they sign calls for ceasefires. And he immediately said, "Jew haters, J Lo, and this one and that one." Uh, Now, I don't think Jennifer Lopez is a Jew hater. She was. She's been to Israel. She loved Israel. I, I think that she's somebody who thinks. Hold on a second. There's a war. Let's call for a ceasefire. So, you know, this is where we need to apply critical thinking and, and not just go on the attack. Rather, engage and engage from a place of uh, uh, informed opinion and, and facts and maybe present the facts. than just attack people and call them Jew haters. Mm, Let's mm. not make unnecessary enemies
1: yeah yeah uh, it is it, it is interesting, and I think that is absolutely right just because and and people might say things and it just doesn 't mean. That they are, that they might be caught up in something, they might be influenced by people, and uh, let's let let's try and and uh, perhaps uh, see where they are coming from. Let's talk about what's going on in Israel. Very very difficult to get news out of Gaza itself, where uh, we know that there are no cell phones in the area. The information that we are receiving comes through uh, very very specific channels. What do we know about what is happening there?
2: Well, what we do know is what the the RDF release, and again, I caution everybody again it cannot be understated. Please do not consume any information about hostages and positions and who is stationed where unless it comes directly from the RDF spokesperson because you know it, it, it creates panic, it creates uh, the spread of misinformation, and it potentially puts Uh, Our civilians here in Israel and our soldiers in danger. So please, you know, uh, uh, and I know there's a WhatsApp group that put out a a commentary about Syria last night. We've had no. No official confirmation that was so unbelievably irresponsible and, and panic-mongering. Uh, and I know who he is, and he doesn't live in Israel. And for those of you who are all taking everything from this WhatsApp group as, uh, as the absolute gospel, please don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on from, from the rent. What we do know is that uh, troops were engaged in heavy clashes last night. They managed to repel terrorists in, in, in Gaza. Uh, we know that the U.S. have sent drones over Gaza to try and, uh, look for, for hostages. Um, we know that, uh, because the IDF have released the intelligence, we know that Hamas is, uh, withholding fuel from hospitals and, and other places, which is why yesterday the IDF have appealed to countries to send, um, uh, hospital ships mm. so that uh, uh, civilians in Gaza can get the uh, the necessary medical attention uh, without it being withheld from them by Hamas. We We have to remember that this is a terror organization we are fighting with, deeply embedded in their civilian infrastructure using civilian mechanisms like hospitals, schools, mosques uh, uh, and reported by the IDF is uh, uh, at least 100 women and children as, as human shields. This is what we are dealing with. And I know the reflexive emotion from all of us is to say, please, just stop. Stop the ceasefire. But in order to prevent this happening again and again and again, uh, you have to go to war to make peace.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's uh, it, and and do we know how the war is actually going?
2: Well, what we do know is our uh, army has completely encircled Gaza City. They've broken through Hamas's uh, defences, uh, and uh, the, the fighting is very very intense. Uh, that's what we know. We also know that the IDF is prepared. For any eventuality on any other fronts uh, uh, as well You know, we were horribly surprised On the 7th of October We will not be again
1: Absolutely right The, uh, the situation in, in the Israeli government In terms of Netanyahu We had last Saturday evening a tweet He deleted his tweet uh, there's, there's definitely a, a discomfort there with him at the helm. A lot of people saying um, he should go. A lot of people saying, and in fact, I asked listeners yesterday. I did a bit of a, a snap survey, and what it seemed is most people felt stay until the war is over and then go. Uh, but uh, it can't be an easy unity government uh, that, is, that is managing this. What do we know?
2: Well, what we know is that Netanyahu putting out that tweet was unbelievably irresponsible. Uh, uh, this is a country that right now is united. We're united behind our army. We've got uh, troops serving in the army from across all uh, sectors of Israeli society. We have Bedouin, We have Christians. We have Arab Israelis. Israelis we have ultra-Orthodox, uh, all joining the ranks uh, of the IDF to fight for our home because make Absolutely no mistake. We are fighting for our home. Our home uh, belongs to, to all of us, including our, our minority communities. To put out that tweet, blaming the security establishment for what happened on the 7th of October was appalling. Uh, it, it's also him ignoring the, uh, the calls that are very, very loud in Israel for him to resign. I know some of you out there don't want to hear that, but there are calls for him to resign because this happened on his watch, and while he has said he will he will uh, face scrutiny, uh, he has stopped very, very short of apologizing, and then that's all Israelis want to hear. We want to hear, I am sorry. I am sorry that th- this happened uh, uh while I have been the prime minister I take responsibility um uh, so so we've seen that we also saw uh, a clash in the Knesset yesterday between finance minister Bitsel El uh and uh the defense minister Yoav Gallant with regards to the transferring of funds to the uh, the Palestinian authority the defense minister said the funds must be transferred and we've also We've seen clashes between the minister of the economy uh, near Barkat, and Betsalel Smotrich uh, with regards to plans around our economy. So uh, there are many in the government who are saying, you know, now's not the time for nonsense and polarization and looking to blame. We are a country where our citizens are united and we need to get on with the job.
1: Yeah. And and uh, it certainly seems to be that way. Uh, do we do we have any insight into how those relationships are all being managed at a senior level in government? Are they putting on a united front?
2: Well, I think they're doing their best to ensure that the, this country remains united. We have seen uh, uh, ministers like Benny Gantz uh, making a point of talking to all Israelis. You know, he's re- really making a point of keeping that communication open, addressing Israelis, uh, 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 Jewish Israelis, Bedouin Israelis, Arab Israelis. You know, pushing that unity, pushing, pushing that that unity. Uh, the former Prime Minister. Bennett as well out there, uh, you know, making sure that uh, he's behind this government supporting uh, decisions, that we are all 100 percent supporting our troops, because the focus right now has to be on winning this war. We cannot live with a, a, a terrorist enclave on our borders for the people of Gaza and for our sake and for the sake of the region. So we need to focus on getting done what needs to be done and, and recovering from that.
1: Mm. Any word or, you know, we see Komenai talking about, uh, he tweeted in Hebrew talking about the hostages saying Israel's bombing the hostages. There's there's definitely an attempt from Hamas and the Iranians to divide Israelis and to cause more division within the country, which I find actually quite funny because they don't, it, it just shows a fundamental lack of understanding about Jews. Let us live in peace, and we'll rip each other to shreds. You start with us, and we will defend somebody who irritates us to their death. So it's a massive mistake, well, but uh, but uh, we're definitely seeing it, right?
2: We're definitely seeing it, and it's, and it's psychological warfare. Mm. It's absolutely psychological warfare. Hamas reportedly yesterday uh, sending messages to the families of the hostages saying, did you know your government declined uh, a, a prisoner swap? I mean, it is, mm. it's is—it's mm. just the worst psychological warfare imaginable, imaginable, but this is what we're enduring, so this is why we have to stand strong, win this defeat them for once and for all
1: absolutely and that's where we leave it it is about to go eight o'clock rolling marks wishing you a peaceful weekend a shabbat shalom just breathe maybe a nice whiskey and we'll catch you on monday morning
0: that israel report was brought to you by the blue agency your israel property is in good hands
1: hi it's barry Cohn from the blue agency Israel is currently facing one of its biggest challenges ever. All of Klal Israel is praying for the safety of our soldiers and the return of the hostages. We hope and pray that our soldiers and security forces will prevail and that they will all return home speedily and triumphant. We hold the hands of our clients and friends who have children serving in Sahel who are protecting Israel and Jews around the world. May Hashem protect us all. Is that